Hello. Thank you for joining LTC DON Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing, a PACN. I'm your host, Amy Stewart, Vice President of Education and Certification Strategy for a PACN. I'm here today with Sherry Thomas, an RN consultant at LeaderStat. Sherry has more than 34 years of nursing experience and joins us today to talk about the art of interviewing potential employees. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you so much, Amy. Well, Sherry, let's dive right in. What are some tips to effectively interview a potential candidate? Okay, well, I would say number one is to be prepared for the interview. I can't tell you how many times I've gone for interviews and the person interviewing me will say, well, do you have any experience? What exactly are you applying for? And that's very disconcerting as an applicant because you have already sent your resume and you certainly hope that the person doing the interview will have prepared ahead of time because it's just sort of a time waster if they're not and they're just sort of asking yes and no questions and things like that. So being prepared and really showing that to the applicant I think is critical. Additionally, asking open-ended questions and it's not enough to just ask the open-ended question, but the follow-up is also very important because you want to know from the candidate to hear what times they have exhibited this skill or what times they have demonstrated this trait that they have that is positive. So one of the best interviews I ever had was with someone who really asked good follow-up questions. So for example, they might ask me, what are your best traits as an employee? And so if I would say, well, I'm very dependable, they would say, well, then give me an example of a scenario when you have exhibited that trait, when you have demonstrated it. And I think that's very helpful in delving a little bit more into some examples that the candidate can give you. And I also think it sort of puts them at ease because it gives them a chance to talk a little bit more about themselves and sort of settle into the interview process. And then one of the things that I have read several times as a, in terms of coming to an interview is that sometimes the person interviewing you seems like they're trying to sell the organization to you. So a tip to the employer is to be a buyer and not a seller. So it's all well and good to talk about your organization and how great they are. And you certainly wanna impress the candidate with all of those things. But it's also important to hear from them. And I have, again, been in several interviews where you go in, the interviewer is not prepared, and then they start sort of telling you why you really want to work for them. They have that sort of tone of desperation, and that's not a good thing. So being a buyer and not a seller. So talking, of course, about your organization, but allowing the candidate time to sort of sell themselves and tell you why they are the best candidate. Also, some of the questions that I have found really sort of generate additional conversation, and that's important. You don't want to just ask the question and move on question to question to question. You want to really get a good sense of that candidate's ability to articulate and their ability to describe themselves. So, right off the bat, asking them what makes them the most qualified candidate for the position. And this is important for several reasons, because 
it allows them the opportunity to expand on those great qualities that they possess. And it also allows them to expand on some traits or jobs where they have listed on their resume, but they want to expand upon that a little bit more. So that's a good question, I think, to start out with. Finding out, depending on the role that you're hiring for, if they feel that they work better independently or as part of a team. And then again, asking them to give some examples of when they have worked as a part of a team and felt that that has been successful. Another good question, I think, is how would your coworkers describe you? How would your supervisor describe you? And what skill do you feel that you have that sets you apart from other candidates for the job? I think that nowadays, Many people are very comfortable with the interview process. They've been coached. They know all the right things to say. And it starts to all sort of sound alike after a while. So really hearing from them what they feel sets them apart from other candidates. What they're most proud of in terms of their professional accomplishments, I think, is also sort of a thought-provoking good question. We always want to have some idea of why they are changing positions, and it's important to really focus on that answer uh, and ensure that if this is someone who is bad-mouthing the organization that they work for, that you take note of that because that is certainly something that is not professional and something that you would want to be very alert to. This next question, I have been asking an interview as well, and I think it is a really good question, and it's a good question to follow up on from the why are you leaving, and that is how do you feel that your current or your most recent company could improve its overall operations to be more successful? So that tells you a lot of things about the candidate, I think. It talks about their ability to look at the big pictures, to review their company's policies, their procedures, their operational systems, and it will give you good insight, I think, into what kind of a thinker they are. Are they a systems thinker? Are they task-oriented? And depending on the position you're hiring for, you'll be able to ascertain if they have the best traits for the position. And again, you want to be looking for those candidates who while they may be offering some constructive criticism about the organization and how they feel it could be more successful, that they are doing it in in a professional manner. What has been your most meaningful work experience is another great question. And this gives you insight into what are the values of this candidate in the workplace? So talking about teamwork, talking about when they have demonstrated creativity, what kind of initiative they have, Do they have self-awareness? So that's a great question. I think, again, to delving a little bit further into the candidate's overall approach to work. I also think it's important to ask the candidate what they are looking for in an employer. And you want to hear from them that they are looking for a partnership, if you will. And so they're looking for someone who can provide appropriate feedback that is done in a constructive manner, that they are sharing with you a desire to contribute meaningful to your growth and development as a candidate, that you want to partner with somebody who's 
recognizes the role that you play in meeting the overall company goals. Someone that's not going to expect you to really work in a silo. And some of the best jobs that I've had are with those employers who really brought everyone in the organization into the fold and talked to them about what are our goals, what are our objectives, how can we all work together to ensure that we meet those objectives, and what specifically is your role as an individual employee. So I think that's a very, very good question as well. Having the candidate describe a major problem that they've had in the workplace is also helpful, and then talk to them about how they've handled it. I think you can get a good sense of this person's ability to be flexible, how to tackle a barrier or a problem constructively, and I think it can be very revealing uh, for you um, as an interviewer to find out the answer to that type of a question. That's great information, Sherry, for our listeners. And I want to ask you another question. And, you know, you've talked a lot about the interviewing process and identifying, you know, a good fit, a potential candidate for your open position. But how can our listeners identify who not to hire? I'm often asked that and I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. Okay, so it's important to look for those red flags And we sort of talk about red flags in all different areas of our life, but there are very specific ones in terms of finding that candidate that you don't want to hire versus that you do. So one of the red flags would be, of course, someone who makes excuses early on in the scheduling process. So if you're trying to schedule an interview with someone and they give you every reason possible why they can't do it this time, this date, what have you, That is a pretty clear indicator that they are not exactly suitable for the organization. If you see unusually long delays in their communication, so if you've reached out to them or if HR's reached out to them and they don't call you back timely, that's a big red flag as well. Additionally, if they just focus their questions on compensation and benefits. I think we've all been taught if we've had any coaching about interviews that that's not a good tactic, but you do find as an employer when you're interviewing that a lot of candidates will just jump right to that. And that just is something that sort of would tell you that, you know, they're really not so interested in the overall situation of the job. Of course, we're all interested in compensation and benefits, but that's not something that they should just be solely focused on. Of course, if they cancel at the last minute and ask to reschedule, acknowledging that emergencies do happen, but typically that's not a very good sign. If they haven't researched your company and they know very little about you, the best prepared candidates are those that have researched your company. They know what you're all about. If they know very little about the job they're actually applying for, and I've had that happen as an interviewer, and that's very disconcerting or if they really don't ask any questions. So those are some of the, I think, big red flags that you might encounter that would give you an idea that this is probably not someone that would fit within your organization. That's great information. How can our listeners ensure the right candidate has not only the skills to do the job, but also has a personality that fits into the facility culture? Okay, that's a great question as well. So, Of course, the skills are vitally important, 
but how they are going to fit in with the team is, you know, I've learned over the years, probably equally important because we can teach someone skills and it's important, of course, but it is equally important, as I said, to have that understanding of their personality, how they're going to fit in with the organization. And some of those open-ended questions that I had mentioned earlier in the interview would be helpful in that regard. And then again, that follow-up piece, because I think sometimes in the interviews we get caught up with just asking questions, letting the candidate answer, and then we move on. But asking them, okay, you said that you have this quality about you, that you have an ability to work with staff of all educational backgrounds, of all different types of diversity. So give me an example of a specific time when you have utilized that trait. And I think that will really tell you a lot about how that candidate is going to fit in. Also, just, you know, their comfort level with the interview process, their body language. Uh, Something that I always look for is how does that candidate interact with other people in the organization? So if you can get a sense of when they came into the building and there were maybe if it's a facility, if there were patients there or residents there, did they speak to those people? How did they conduct themselves with the receptionist? So trying to focus on how they work with others just from the very minute they step in the door till the time they leave, I think is another important indicator of how they're going to fit into your organization. I really like that last tip about watching them interact. I think that that is really something that everybody should be doing, watching the person from the second they come in and every interaction from the time they enter until they exit is a great way to see how that person's really going to fit into your facility. Is there anything else today that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, Well, I would just like to sort of summarize, I guess. Number one, be prepared. There is nothing more disappointing or disconcerting to a candidate when they come in, they're excited about the opportunity to interview. And as the interviewer, you don't have any idea of what they're there for really what their experience level is and so you want to definitely be prepared we expect the candidate to be prepared so we as the interviewer also need to be well prepared and taking your time i feel like in some instances we tend to rush through interviews and it's important that we take our time and really be an active listener and as the candidate is maybe saying something that is concerning or something that is exciting and you want them to elaborate on it, pausing and asking them more information about that. Uh, Of course, looking for those red flags is always important. And putting the candidate at ease, that's important as well. And your body language as the interviewer, your eye contact is an important piece of that. So I think we have to look at the interview process as really, again, I say that word partnership, But it is because that candidate is coming to you, hopefully in good faith, looking for a wonderful opportunity in your organization. And you, of course, are looking for the very best candidate to enhance your organization. So those are just a few items that I would say would be very helpful in the process. Thank you for joining us today, Sherry. We really appreciate this. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. 
Listeners, thank you for joining us today. For more resources and tools for nurse leaders, please visit our website at www.apacken.org. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the LTC DON Chat Podcast. Heard the news about how you can improve quality care and increase efficiency with Ability? Ability offers a range of applications to simplify the complexity of healthcare, allowing organizations of all types and sizes to spend more time on care and less time manually collecting, analyzing, and reporting data. This allows you to remain in compliance while making data-driven decisions that benefit residents. With Ability, your facility can improve resident outcomes, optimize reporting data, enhance reimbursements, and much, much more. Discover what Ability has to offer at abilitynetwork.com slash apacin. 